No, please say a prayer for me. I have volunteered my leadership to a homeowners association committee. <laughs> and I now shall wield power over a... No, I'm just kidding. It's it's like a sub-sub-sub-committee with no voting rights or anything. Anyway, I'm so now I'm getting... I am now seeing like all of the the politics of it. That's all right though. It's all right. I'm in my element. This is my habitat. Uh hour number three. Welcome. News talk eleven ten ninety nine three WBT. I'm sorry. I was just reading through this stuff as I came on the air and uh it's already started. And I just last night. Anyway, okay. Uh seven oh four five seven oh eleven ten one eight hundred WBT eleven ten. Uh, let me get to the Hunter Biden scandal because it's getting pretty, pretty, pretty big. Hunter Biden, according to the Washington Examiner's Jerry Dunleavy and Andrew Carr, Hunter Biden berated his sister-in-law, Hallie Biden, and accused her of ruining his life. You ruined my life after he learned that she threw his gun in a trash can near a Delaware high school back in October of 2018. This is all according to newly revealed texts from a copy of his abandoned laptop. Yeah, see, when you back up your phone, right? And you, yeah. Yeah, and so it's all accessible. So all the stuff from his phones is all accessible through that laptop. And when you abandon your laptop at the store because you were in such a, you know, crack-induced haze that you didn't remember where your laptop went, and apparently that like you've lost multiple laptops, so it's probably a pretty good bet foreign intel's got one of them, but whatever. Uh, this one got left at that uh, the repair shop, and then the guy tried to give it over, tried to hand it over, tried to hand it over. He made backup copies of it, though, but under the law, that was abandoned property. It became his. So that, that dude's in the clear. I mean, the left has decided to destroy his livelihood, but he's in the clear, legally speaking, the guy who owns the shop. So uh, what is this about? Well, Hunter had a gun. Now, I don't know how he got the gun because him being addicted to the crack cocaine and all, um, but uh, he had a gun and uh, he had it in his glove box in his car and the windows were rolled down and the kids were all hanging around the car and his sister-in-law, the widow of his brother, Bo, who I think he had, didn't they have the relationship after Bo? Yeah. Something like, didn't he, cause he got a divorce from his wife and then he went and they, they were together for a little while. Uh, but then I think one of the wives ditched him because he was having all of the, uh, the problems with the hookers and the crack and the Coke and all that. And so she left him and, uh, and then he had the baby out of wedlock that the Bidens don't recognize. They don't hang the stocking, you know. And whenever they mention their grandchildren, they never mention the the baby girl. Anyway, I, I'm getting down the rabbit hole here. Uh, but anyway, Bo, uh, so he says, Bo owned a handgun issued by the state. And it was in the front glove compartment of his car. So bleep you. This is what he's saying to his sister-in-law. I, I think this was after they had had their thing, right? Isn't that right? I think they had to. Th- anyway, um, 
Hunter lamented that his sister-in-law, Hallie, the widow of Brother Bo, had given the impression that he is an abusive pedophile with homicidal tendencies, had given this impression to law enforcement, and said that it's now in the hands of the FBI. He said police and the FBI opened an investigation into him over the incident. The Secret Service also inserted itself into the saga, according to other text messages, from Hunter, although the agency has denied any involvement. Bo owned a handgun. And he kept it in his glove box. And so bleep you, bleep you, Hallie. Right? You only cared about it because it was my car and my gun. Uh, Hours after Hallie had discarded the gun, this is when these text messages came in. And get this. This was interesting. He says, there are five guns in dad's house. There are bleeping more weapons in your son's room than in an armory. Five guns in Joe Biden's house? Well, that can't possibly be true. I've been assured they have a shotgun. Maybe two. Do I need to play the song again? Um, what's my bleep up, Hallie? Owning a gun? How is that wrong? Hunter said that Hallie's actions made it look like he had threatened her and her family with a gun. I hate what you've done to me. I will never recover from this. No, ch- Gosh, he's a drama queen. No charges or arrests were ever made as a result of the incident. I love that. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. Could you imagine? Hunter Biden. Imagine if you were a Republican. Oh my gosh, yes, you would be done. You'd be in jail right now, probably. Um, The lengthy text exchange was located on a copy of Hunter Biden's abandoned laptop within a password-protected backup of his iPhone XS. Uh, Konstantinos Dimitrilos, a cyber forensic expert commissioned by the Washington Examiner, located the password during his examination of the hard drive. Uh, I believe it was uh, 12345. It's what I have on my luggage. Hallie, who had a tumultuous relationship with Hunter following his brother's death in 2015, said she found Hunter's 38 caliber revolver in his unlocked car, and so she threw it in the garbage near some grocery store in Wilmington, Delaware. When she told Hunter, he told her to go get it, but it was already gone. And so the police were called by some people at the store. Hallie said she discarded it because she was scared for his life. He then texts her, you can blame me all you want. Or I'm sorry, she says to him, you can blame me all you want, but your part is dangerous and negligent. And because of this and my stupidity for being worried about you, I'm dealing with insanity and possibly I'm the one going to get in trouble. Check yourself into a local rehab hunter. This all has got to stop. Hallie then said, the police are coming to talk to me now. I'll take full blame. Hunter messaged her that evening. The bleeping FBI. It's hard to believe anyone is that stupid. So what's my fault here, Hallie, that you speak of owning a gun that's in a locked car hidden on another property? Do you want me dead? Uh, Again, with the hyperbole here, man. Are you on crack? Oh, okay. Um, She replied, the door was open, unlocked, windows down, and you know the kids search your car. I'm scared you would use it, Hunt. I'm scared for your life. But Hunter said, they think you're scared I'd shoot you. You bleep and bleep bleep. 
You know, uh, you know, you now, sorry, you now have me as an abusive pedophile with homicidal tendencies, and that's now in the hands of the FBI. Oh, he's very, very angry. Get this. The Secret Service attempted to retrieve the gun paperwork from a Wilmington, Delaware shop in October 2018 after the firearm went missing. According to the paperwork, Hunter Biden falsely responded no to a question on the transaction record that asked, are you an unlawful user of or addicted to marijuana or any depressant, stimulant, narcotic drug, or any other controlled substance? And lying on the form is a felony. But prosecutions for that are so rare, you know, so we can't possibly prosecute him. He's we don't want to make an example of him in an effort to convince other people not to lie on these forms. My God, what kind of monsters do you think we are here? Look, if you're going to put this kind of law in place and not enforce it, take the law away. There's no point to it. There's no point in having it on the books if you're not going to enforce it. And this is a clear-cut, obvious case that he lied on the form. But uh, I know, it's different when Democrats do it. Oh, also, President Biden lied about not talking to his son, Hunter, about his business dealings. That's a yeah, I got that story, too. I I always knew that was a lie. But now we have we have the president in his own voice exposing himself as the liar. So I'll get to that, too. Um, All right. So the Russian hooker story. President Joe Biden, we're going to give him the benefit of the doubt here because that is what they would provide Republican president. You know, uh, in a similar situation. I'm sure they would. I'm sure they would not spread lies about Russian hookers if it was a Republican president, too. We would all give the Republican a benefit of the doubt here. President Joe Biden apparently unwittingly, unbeknownst to him, financed his son's participation in an escort ring tied to Russia. That's also according to the laptop. Hunter Biden spent more than $30,000 on escorts. $30,000 on escorts. I know there's a joke right there about Ford escorts and how many can you get for 30K. I just, I can't find it right now off the top of my head. Anyway, um, many of these women were linked to .ru. Dot .ru, like instead of dot .com, dot .ru at the end of their email addresses, which, like, that's a country code. Did you know that? Yeah. That's out of Russia. Okay. Russian email addresses, um, they worked ex- for with an exclusive modeling agency called Uber GFE. No idea what that means. During a three-and-a-half-month period, $30,000. In a three and a half month period between November 2018 and March 2019. So we're talking not even four months. And oh, and by the way, the gun story that I just went over, that was October 2018. So right before all of the the hooker in 
and the 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 Russianing and the uh, and the, and the cracking. Oh, right, right before all that, you got the gun story. So that's all blowing up. He managed to spend this kind of money thanks in part to Joe Biden committing to wiring him a total of $100,000 to help pay his bills from December 2018 through January 2019. So one month. $100,000 one month's worth of expenses. Maybe two. December through January, we'll give you the whole month. We'll call it two. 50K a month. In one instance, Joe wired his son five grand while he was actively engaged with an Uber GFE escort. He was negotiating. He was trying to come up with the money, and they were talking and all this, and so Joe wires him the money. Unwittingly, in another text indicates that uh, Hunter Biden convinced his dad to wire him $20,000 to finance a stay at a New York City drug rehab program that he never checked into. Hunter Biden, when reached by the Washington Examiner shortly after the story was published, said, quote, what's wrong with you? There's no suggestion in the text messages that the reporters have uh, uncovered here. There's nothing in the messages that show old Joe knew what his son was spending his support payments on. Hunter Biden disclosed in text messages with a woman named Eva, the go-between, who served as his primary point of contact for this Uber GFE, that his accounts were temporarily frozen at one point because he, his attempted payments to the, her girls sent up red flags at his bank. So this, so they stopped payments because he's moving large amounts of money to Russian women. You know, it's like, whoa, 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 what's going on here? A 2020 Senate report that was done by Senators Chuck Grassley and Ron Johnson, both Republicans, said that Hunter Biden paid non-resident women who were nationals of Russia and other Eastern European countries. And records note some of these transactions are linked to what appears to be an Eastern European prostitution or human trafficking ring. This was 2020, folks. We knew about this stuff. We have known about this stuff. But I guess if you read the New York Times, you probably don't. I guess if you... Right. If yeah, if you read, is any of this in the Charlotte Observer? Have you has the Observer covered any of this? No, no, no. I know you got another story about Pride Month. Whatever. The report said Hunter Biden sent thousands of dollars to people either involved in transactions consistent with possible human trafficking or potential association with prostitution. Some of the women subsequently wired funds they have received from Hunter Biden to individuals located in Russia and Ukraine. So they tracked the money back to Russia. In one instance. Joe Biden wired his son five grand, and then three hours uh, later, Hunter films or videotapes a dispute that he has with an escort over a $10,000 payment at a cottage in Boston, Massachusetts. So it's pretty clear he's not using the 5K for rehab. $5,000 wired through the cash app. Joe Biden's then assistant, Richard Ruffner, texted Hunter that same minute saying was only able to do 5000 because the weekly limit is 7500 Eva, the woman in this video, where Hunter is like, I didn't touch you. I've treated you with respect, right? Look at me. You cannot talk to me that way. I'm more respectful than anyone you've ever met. Do you have any bruises on you? Have I touched you in any bad way ever? Have I ever asked you any time if I could touch you? 
Not sure what's going on there, but she was asking, she was chasing him for payments for six weeks. He finally told her February 2019 that he was unable to make any payments to people with Russian email addresses because they were too much of a red flag for his bank. So how does everybody know that GFE means girlfriend experience? You guys. Really? Like, that's the thing I'm getting inundated. Uber GFE. Apparently, that is the name of this hooker app. GFE means girlfriend experience. Thank you to everybody who sent me uh, the information. I'm curious how you know that, but whatever. Uh, Joseph says... Our country is led by this trash. No wonder they can't hit their recruitment quotas. Who the heck wants to go fight and die for this guy? Okay. Um, sorry, thank you. Okay, yes, another one. Thank you. Um, these January 6th hearings are like a multi-day Al Capone's vault. As long as people are paying $5 a gallon for gas, nobody cares except the extremely online neurotic left whose reality exists only on Twitter and MSNBC. Um, and I had a, oh, here we go. Gary said, I know this is an anecdote, but I was having a conversation with a guy at a job in Asheville and I stopped and I said, Hey, I know you're a Democrat, but, and then he stops me and says, I don't know what I am anymore. This guy's a blue collar fifties, white male from Connecticut. He was an avid anti-Trumper. I've heard him cuss Trump up one side and down another. And he said, I may vote independent next time. I don't know what I uh, what I am and want nothing to do with Asheville. It took me back a little bit. Uh, the left has lost a lot of people. Uh, by the way, I did delete Twitter. It was way too toxic and pure gaslighting. I just realized how leftists, how leftist it is. And none of these political types exist in my life. It's a huge leftist ecosystem. And the left and media don't realize they are in it at all. Uh Okay, there's another one. Girlfriend experience. Thank you. Okay. Goodness, so many people know what that means. Um, so Hunter Biden spent $30,000 on Russian escorts. Did he pay them to pee on a bed? I'm curious about that. There's a detail that I know the media was very, very, very interested about for some reason. And, uh, anyway, um. He made a $6,000 payment uh, to an Uber GFE escort on December 29th, but he wrote in the uh, the wire transfer receipt, uh, detox. He wrote detox. Hunter Biden also performed a Google search that showed up in his history. You know what the Google search was for? D.C. Russian escorts. Very specific. <laughs> why? Why do they have to be Russian escorts? What's up with that? Why is there? Like when you really need to find the human trafficking victims, Google DC Russian experts, uh, escorts rather. He then visited the Uber GFE website to search for escorts in Boston from his iPhone XS. Former federal prosecutor Andy McCarthy is quoted in this piece of the Washington Examiner. He says, quote, Joe Biden is a textbook example of why applicants with family members 
who maintain shady ties with foreign actors, particularly those connected to authoritarian anti-American regimes with highly capable intelligence services. This is why people get rejected when applying for a security clearance. Right. It's not even a matter if you have these ties. If a family member has these ties, now you are extortable. So you may not get the clearance. Hunter Biden appeared broke for much of the time between November 2018 and March 2019. So this four to five month period. He owed like $37,000 in alimony each month. He's being hounded by his ex-wife to resolve a $112,000 IRS tax lien. He was in and out of costly rehab programs. The $41,500 that Hunter Biden received each month for his work as a director for the Ukrainian <clears throat> gas company Burisma. This, is, this, was, this was important work he was providing. When he wasn't doing the hookerin and he wasn't doing the, the crack, he was directing, he was doing a lot of directoring at uh, the Ukrainian gas company Burisma. But it was not enough, 41.5 per month was not enough to cover his obligations. One of his personal bank accounts posted negative balances. He had insufficient funds to make payments on his Porsche. He had accumulated more than $800,000 in unpaid bills, and he was reduced to begging friends and family to transfer him cash so he could afford simple luxuries such as cab rides. Hunter Biden texted his dad on December 5th, asking him to help pay for his monthly alimony and his daughter's rent, his daughter's health care and other day-to-day costs and tuitions. And Joe Biden texted his son the following day, 75 being wired today. He also solicited $20,000 from his dad a couple days later to fund a stay at a New York City detox program and sober house. Joe Biden texted his son later that day. He said, uh, just called Mel, I guess an assistant or somebody, and He'll get you 20 to your account this afternoon. Tomorrow morning at latest, he'll contact me when the transfer goes through. It does not appear that Hunter Biden ever checked into that rehab. A little over two hours after Biden committed to wiring the money, Biden made plans to leave New York City and stay at a Massachusetts cottage owned by his Boston-based psychiatrist, Keith Abloh, which is where that video was shot with the Russian hooker, pimp lady, who acts as the go-between. There is no information on the laptop that would suggest Joe Biden was aware of his son's activities that are reported in this story. We are giving old Joe the benefit of the doubt. He did not know about the hookers from Russia. But he did know about Hunter Biden's business dealings, despite lying about that during the campaign. Remember, he said... He had no idea. He never talked with his son about his business dealings, which I find to be not credible at all, because even if you just think about it in the most simplistic terms, right, you're hanging out at the dinner table for a holiday gathering and, hey, son, what are you doing recently? Where are you working? What are you up to? Like, you're going to tell me you, you don't you don't ever ask that question, even though you see him way more often than just, you know, at the holidays. President Biden spoke with Hunter about his business dealings with a Chinese criminal that his son called the spy chief of China. They got a voicemail of it. Joe Biden saw a New York Times story about this business dealing with this Chinese guy, this oil giant. And 
Joe calls Hunter, leaves a voicemail, and says, Hey, pal, it's your dad. It's 8.15 on, uh, on Wednesday night. Uh, yeah. If you get a chance, give me a call. Nothing urgent. I just wanted to talk, uh, talk to you. I thought the article released online, it's going to be printed tomorrow in the Times, was good. I think you're clear. And anyway, if you get a chance, give me a call. I love you. The message flies in the face of the president's repeated denials that he ever discussed Hunter's overseas business dealings with his son. He lied. And if he lied about that, what other business dealings was he lying about? Do you think Burisma, maybe? Files on the abandoned laptop previously disclosed by DailyMail.com show that he struck a deal with the Chinese company worth millions of dollars after touting his family's connections. The Times story, New York Times 2018 story, pointed out uh, that this uh, Chinese guy had been arrested, his top lieutenant convicted in the U.S. for bribing African officials. Um, there were other incidents as well. Let's see here. Uh, yeah. In another example, then pres- Vice President attended Washington, D.C. dinner with Hunter's Ukrainian Kazakh and Russian business associates in 2015. Um, Joe also met another one of Hunter's Chinese business partners, Jonathan Lee, when he took his son on a 2013 Air Force Two trip to China and entertained Hunter's Mexican billionaire business partners, Carlos Slim and Miguel Aleman Velasco at the White House and the VP's official residence. Yeah. So Joe Biden knows what Hunter does. And he lied about it. Does anybody care? Probably not. Project Veritas. The primary in South Carolina, right? U.S. Senate candidate Crystal Matthews. Matthews, sorry. Crystal Matthews. She is a, uh, she's actually currently a state Senator, I believe. She's a state lawmaker. Uh, She's a Democrat and uh, apparently does not know that the phone calls to prisons are recorded. And uh, Project Veritas has published a recording of her talking about her desire to break multiple laws while using profanities and racially charged language. Be ready with the dump button here. I believe it's all bleeped out sufficiently. But you never can tell. My first question is this. What can we do to help you with your campaign, first of all? I know y'all are both activists, and I am too in my own way, right? I'm very mm-hmm. much. Right. I'm very much a in a lot of ways, but I know how to turn it off and that turn it on. That was the N word. You know, I, I know right. how to I know how to be in certain spaces. You know, you right. gotta right. be able to turn it off and turn it on. Right. Mm. So, right. like we literally, y'all, uh, like this is this is how you. This is the only way you're gonna change the the dynamics in South Carolina. You gotta find some folks that are a little bit polished, maybe are not, you know, nobody really knows them that well. Maybe they haven't really been politically active. But we need some secret sleepers. Like what? you need we need them to run as the other side even though they for our side. Mm, and we need right, them to win. Right. Because mm. that's how like I mean we can we can battle them in public all day. As long as we know we working for the same goal 
You know, I, I tell my right. colleagues up here all the time, I'm going to be that bitch every day. Of the week. Oh. We have too many people that, that ain't us, ain't out for us and look okay. like us. I mean, but honestly, these ain't the same type of black people that I grew up around. I don't right. recognize these right, black right. So I don't black because I don't understand the type of black that they are. Now, can I talk intelligently? Can I? I could be, listen, I can move in all kinds of circles, but... I'm a nigga. I love black people. I feel safest around my people. So for me, I feel like y'all. We need sleepers, but we need a group of sleepers. We need some folks that ain't that. We need some folks that can wear all black at night and take their yard signs down when they when they sleeping. The same they do to us. Alrighty, that's. Uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and stop it right there. Who's she talking to? She's talking to David Solomon Ballard. He's an inmate at the Perry Correctional Institution. It's a medium security uh, facility in South Carolina. And I actually pulled his record. I wanted to know what he was in there for. Who is this guy? Why is she talking to him? And why is she talking about committing all of these illegal acts? Because like the stealing the campaign signs. That's one thing. Later on, she talks about bundling money from. Dope dealers. She's like, get that drug money. Get like, I don't care where it comes from. Just put it all together. Oh, yeah, yeah. She encourages donations to her campaign from people engaging in in illegal activity, including straw donations, which are political contributions that are made to candidates under a different name. So who is this guy? He's serving a four-year sentence. And according to the intake record, by the way, Bang up work down there, South Carolina Department of Justice. You guys, all the, I mean, easily searchable stuff. That's fantastic. Uh, with just one, one request, give me the full explanations on what the, uh, what the charges that the people get convicted on. Because, like, this just says threat life slash fam pub official. So, using my context decipher and skills, I'm thinking it's uh, threatening the life of a family member or public official. Oh, and also resisting arrest. Um, a public official. And assaulting a public... Resisting arrest assault on a public official. So he's got four-year sentence for that. So I'm guessing, and she says, oh, you know, I'm an activist like you are. I'm, I'm kind of like an activist like you are, you know, up here in the legislature. And we just... We need some sleepers. Like, I love this. This is a brilliant plan, by the way. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely brilliant. What is she talking about doing? We need to find some activist, leftist, Marxist, black candidates to pretend they are not any of those things, go deep undercover and become Republicans, and then win those races and then revert back to their Marxism and get all of the stuff passed that they've been trying to pass. Which, that might work once. Seriously, that might work once. Think about what happens to that candidate after the first time they sell out their constituency. Do you think that person gets reelected? Oh, do you think there's going to be like some omnibus, you know, Implementing communism omnibus bill where all of these things can all get voted on at once. So he cast the one vote. Ha ha. I totally sold you white people out. Ha 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 in your face. And then they vote him out. But doesn't matter because damage is done. This is just, this is one of the stupidest ideas I have ever heard. But she's also encouraging election uh, law crime. Straw donor schemes are illegal under 
federal law. She's like, why is this? I still have to struggle to raise money for my campaign for my campaign. Where the bleep is my black people with money? I don't care about no dope money. Give me that dope boy money. Where are the duffel bag boys? Find me somebody from your family that you don't even know you donating my campaign and put that under their names. Expressly illegal. She has not responded to comment or not responded to a request for comment for the story from Project Veritas. I don't know. Maybe somebody else will ask her. Seems like that might be an important election story. We'll see you tomorrow. Don't break anything while I'm gone. Thank <laughs> you.